Canine Nation eBooks are now available. The first two volumes, Dogs As They Are and Teaching Dogs Effective Learning, are available in bookstores now. More on how you can get them at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Monday, June 3rd, 2013. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. Is it me, or is it the dog? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Especially when it comes to our dog's behavior. When we get that fabulous recall at the park in front of our dog friends, well, that's obviously our great training that did that. But when we try to stop our dog from jumping up on guests, well, that's just our excitable, silly dog. He's just too excited. That is the dog's fault. Most dog owners are all too happy to take the credit when their dogs do things that they like. But when they misbehave or don't respond to cues, well, that's a different matter. I'm continually amazed at the incredible variety and creativity of the excuses that people use to blame their dogs when things go wrong. Why is it that dog owners are all too willing to duck responsibility and make excuses for their dog's behavior? Often, I can hear dog owners say, He's just blowing me off. As an agility trainer, this is one of the excuses I hear most frequently from handlers who aren't getting what they want on the course with their dogs. Ironically, in most cases, the dog is responding perfectly to the handler's body language. Unfortunately, the handler isn't paying much attention to what their body is doing. They are relying instead on verbal cues that are obviously not trained as strongly as they thought they were. But rather than looking at the evidence in front of them, these handlers prefer to blame the dog. He's just blowing me off, they say in exasperation. The implication is that the dog heard their cue and even knew very well what it meant. They just chose to ignore it. As a student of dog behavior, the stupidity of that statement is just staggering to me. 
What could a dog possibly find rewarding in irritating their owner? It seems unlikely to me that a dog would avoid performing a trained behavior regardless of the training method used. If the dog were trained using reinforcement, blowing off the handler would mean that they deliberately passed up an opportunity to earn a reward. Given the greed of most dogs, that seems unlikely. If the dog was trained using compulsion training, using corrections, blowing off the handler would mean that they have just earned themselves an unpleasant response for their disobedience. Again, not something that a dog keen on living a comfortable life would knowingly do. And then there's, she's just being stubborn today. This is another excuse that I often hear, implying that the dog is being stubborn or defiant. The owner insists that the dog knows perfectly well what is being asked of them, and yet they are refusing to do it. The argument here is that the owner is doing everything right, everything they are supposed to do, and the dog is just not cooperating. The unfortunate truth in many of these situations ends up being one of two things. It's possible that the dog has not been completely trained on the behavior, so the dog is struggling to recall what it is that they are supposed to do while the owner begins repeating the cue in a louder and louder voice and getting more and more agitated. This is rather like trying to order dinner from a French-speaking waiter by yelling louder and louder in English. It's not really helping, but it's clear that you are getting upset. So, in addition to struggling to figure out what to do, the dog is thinking about the best way to avoid whatever unpleasant thing the owner is likely to do next. The other more likely reason a dog isn't responding is pretty simple. They don't think it's worth doing. Where would they get an idea like that? Well, from you, of course. Is this a behavior that you trained with rewards? When was the last time you rewarded it? Many owners train and reward a behavior until they see the dog respond correctly a few times. Then, they assume the dog has got it and the behavior doesn't require any more rewards. Those who train with corrections have a similar problem. If the dog isn't responding, whatever you do to correct your dog isn't harsh enough for the dog to bother avoiding. So they will just stand there and take it. Or perhaps your dog knows that you aren't close enough to deliver that unpleasant correction effectively. Some owners prefer to blame their dog's bad behavior on genetics. For some, they just got the wrong breed. For others, they must have gotten the difficult puppy from that particular litter. Some owners will even claim that their dogs are not trainable or need special techniques. I have even heard people claim that reinforcement-based training won't work on their dog because that particular kind of dog needs a firm hand. By the way, reinforcement training works on sharks and bears. The truth of it is that genetics do play a role in the personality of any particular dog. They can define what an individual dog will find rewarding or unpleasant. But genetics should not determine whether a dog is trainable. If the dog is healthy, a way can be found to teach it. Dogs were, after all, bred to be companions for humans, something they have been successful at for thousands of years. Lots of people love the idea of having a dog, but once they bring that dog home, they quickly find that they want less of a dog than they have. Owning a dog is easy. You can find puppies in your local paper for free. Teaching a dog is a different proposition. 
and that's where things can break down. Many owners think they have the skills to teach their dog, only to find that what they thought they knew isn't working at all. That's when the dog gets blamed. She's being stubborn. He's just blowing me off. Or perhaps they'll claim that their particular breed is difficult to train and won't listen anyway. It's never that the owner doesn't know enough or doesn't have the skills or won't invest the time and energy to train that dog. I suppose it's a good thing for us humans that our dogs can't argue with our version of the situation. They might have a very different view of things. At the end of the day, if you have a dog living in your home with you, it's your responsibility to teach that dog what they need to know. Period. Making excuses and complaining won't train your dog for you, and dropping them off at the shelter is just throwing the problem at someone else. Whatever problem you think you have with your dog, it can be fixed, but you have to take responsibility before that can happen. Veterinary professionals are there to help you make sure that you have a healthy dog. Many behavior problems are the result of underlying health issues. Making sure your dog is healthy should be your first step. Behavior and dog training professionals are available in every community to help you learn about your dog and develop the skills you need to teach the dog effectively. Organizations like the Pet Professional Guild can provide recommendations for qualified professionals in your community. But all of this is dependent on you, the dog owner, taking responsibility for the situation. You have brought a living, breathing dog into your home. You have an obligation to provide for your dog's physical, emotional, and mental well-being. That will take some combination of time, effort, and money to do properly. Blaming the dog is not an option. I have met too many dog owners that should have just purchased a plush, stuffed dog toy for themselves. It would be less work and less fuss for them. Stuffed dogs don't chew on furniture, they don't misbehave, they don't blow you off. Unfortunately, a stuffed dog can't give you the love and companionship that a real dog can. But those things don't come for free. You have to live up to your responsibilities and stop blaming the dog. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are, where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format, EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e-readers, or a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation eBooks in the Amazon store, on Apple iTunes, at booktango.com, and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. 
Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.